Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Movie Shed. I am, of course, your host, Mike. I, uh, I, so there's something I really needed to do, probably in the first couple of episodes, and I, uh, well, I forgot to do it. I guess now's a good time as any. Uh, so it's a belated explanation. Why do I do this show? I already had... Someone asked me this question. Why do you do this show? And, uh, well, here's the explanation. Uh, I am a great lover of films. I think they're fascinating. I love films. I love movies. I've watched so many movies. I can't actually tell you how many because I've long since lost count. And there's quite a few films I've watched that I've actually completely forgotten about. Until something kind of triggers a memory. That's usually how it works with me. But uh, really the reason why I do the show is because of how much I love movies. I love talking about movies. I like discussing uh, directors, producers, the studios behind them, various movie genres. I absolutely adore film. You know, the good, the bad, and the ugly. My only real complaint when it comes to film is when they're boring. That's the one and true cardinal sin for me when it comes to film is, if you're boring, why the hell do you exist? I cannot stand boring films. I will watch good movies and bad movies. I'll watch mediocre films. But if they're boring, oh man, it is a slog. Though there are a few movies that are so bad that, um, well, I don't know how I survived. But uh, the reason I do the show is because I, I would like to, I like talking about films, and I'd like to kind of express my thoughts on them. And unfortunately, because of, you know, where I live and the kind of people that I know, not that many people are that interested in talking about film. It's a bit of a shame, but, you know, as people would say, well, there's the internet. Yes, there is the internet. You know, I could go to places on YouTube or on Reddit. I will never go to Twitter. So help me, I will never go to Twitter to find out anyone's opinion about anything. But I have other places to hear discussions. But honestly, they're not discussions. They're not honest talking points. Usually it's someone having complaints, and then trying to get some kind of a reaction. That's been my big thing. Now, there are some places on Reddit where it's like, you know, let's talk about film. Hey, let's discuss the points on this film. Let's talk about that. Let's talk about this genre of film. You know, there's a Facebook group that I became a part of that talks about films from the, I think, the 50s to modern, to today. And they just talk about films. You know, it's refreshing and it's nice to talk about, but it's, you know, it's uh, text-based. And you lose so much nuance and you, can't, and you can't type out everything that you want to say when it comes to a discussion. You really need to think about it. It's not a free-form way of you talking. Now, you could, of course, say that uh, when you're doing like what I'm doing now, which is just kind of spouting off into the ether, that is the internet, that uh, you're not 
explaining yourself nearly so well. I agree. There are lots of people in which this is a great example that you can find, especially on places like freaking Twitter or in the YouTube comments, who uh, just, for some reason, something just made them so mad that they've decided to type out an angry, angry message with their face or their ass, something. Because uh, it's gobbledygook and it's just full of rage and hate and vitriol and it's mindlessly stupid. But hey, freedom of speech and all. So the thing is, is that uh, I, I like talking films and I'd like to share my love of film. And I'd like to get people to kind of peer behind the curtain in some cases uh, when, it, when I talk about some of the stuff what goes on in the film industry or you know film techniques or uh, storylines and things like that and what works and what doesn't is I kind of want to peel back the curtain a bit and give everyone a, a work kind of the a glimpse into what's going on behind the curtain uh, hell uh, one of my earliest episodes which okay it's not that well done I was nervous give me a break first time uh, that uh, I was talking about kind of the divide between uh, general audience and professional critics. Uh, the real problem is that the that because of that, the divide that's there is mainly because of what is the differing experiences. General audiences, you know, they watch an average of zero to three films a year, and a general uh, regular movie critic is watching. You know, it could watch he could he or she could watch you know, three or four dozen films in a few months. I mean, you have to watch these damn things in order to give a review and put out a blog post, put out a column, put out something for the paper or on your, you know, video show, whether it's on YouTube or what have you. And in cases like uh, Siskel and Ebert on TV, though they also did columns for their respective newspapers. So... They had a lot going on. And when you watch a lot, a lot of films, you start to see a lot of patterns kind of building up. And so your perception of a film, if you're a critic, is going to be different from someone who very rarely watches films in a year. You know, if the most you're ever watching is three films a year, how are you going to know, especially when all three films are completely different from one another, how are you going to know the particular patterns for this genre or for this director it's like unless you've watched dozens of his films or you've watched dozens of you know this particular genre of various different directors you wouldn't know though there are a whole host of other reasons why general audiences and uh, major movie critics really differ but that really boils down to either the critic's personal political views or, in a lot of cases, sadly, because the person, their supervisor, the person who is uh, directing them uh, as to what to do when they're writing it or preparing a review, is pushing them to write in a particular way because some websites and some publications they want you to go in a particular direction. Which unfortunately is kind of, you know, the whole rage bait kind of thing. They're not people who actually agree with this shit. It's just 
I kind of need the paycheck. So there are those who very strongly wear that kind of shit on their sleeve. And then there are others who are just kind of keeping their heads down and doing what they're told. A shame, really, but uh, that is the world we live in these days. But it's shining lights on moments like this and how the inner workings of some studios were. I love talking about that stuff. And yeah, you know, it, it boils down to me kind of ranting and raving, bitching and moaning about stuff. That's kind of my M.O. It's kind of what I do. You know, but it's because I it comes from a place where if you're not willing to critique even something you absolutely love, then do you really care that much about it? And I really do care about film. It's why I'm willing to savage it sometimes. You know, there are some directors who I absolutely love their work, but I am more than willing to turn right around and chew their ass because of the stupid, stupid decisions and the stupid horseshit that comes out of their mouth or whatever they type out on freaking Twitter just so they can get brownie points from some dumbasses who are never going to buy tickets to their films anyway. Yeah. I, I will say something. Not on Twitter, because you can't pay me to get on Twitter. Not in this or any lifetime. But uh, I do like talking about these things, and I think critique is a good, is a good thing. You know, I... I will watch films and I will critique films when I watch them. Uh, my wife has actually decided not to include me in watching movies anymore because I endlessly critique them. I don't mean to, but she asks and I have to answer. So we stop watching movies together. <laughs> It's, hey, uh, if you don't want to know my opinion, don't ask, please. I'm willing to keep it to myself. But, uh, yeah, there are, there are a number of films that I really want people, there are some hidden films that I really like talking about. That's why I do like uh, the occasional list of films that I really like and I think are criminally underrated or underwatched. And when I talk about it, I mean, I've done a few of them already. And I really recommend them because they are interesting. You know, I'm thinking of doing another one here. Probably, uh, yeah, I'll probably do one on the next show. I'm going to do another another list of films, of rec film, rec film recommendations. Once, uh, once I figured out all of the titles I'd like to talk about, well, there's quite a few, and I don't want to bring up things that are already well-known. You know what I mean? If I bring up well-known stuff, they'll be like, well, no shit. You could just get that from Wikipedia or from a list of IMDb. I'd rather want to get stuff that is intriguing, but something that people haven't really heard about. And I really want to talk about. Because I want people to watch it. Because I think it is fascinating. That's just, I mean, hell, at one point, uh, I decided to watch a film oh, uh, a couple weeks back, I think. 
and it was called uh, Ronald the uh, Barbarian. You know, it's a foreign film. It's a 3D animated show, kind of in the style of the claymation for Ardman, but what, I don't remember. No, it wasn't done by Ardman because it was actually uh, 3D computer generated, not claymation, but it had kind of that look. And it was funny, I have to admit. I, I wasn't terribly sure, but uh, I started watching it and it was it was pretty funny. And I'd recommend watching Ronald the Barbarian. R-O-N-A-L, the Barbarian. If you're into... watch Find the trailer first and watch it. And if it's something that uh, you think looks funny... Give it a watch because it is. I found it to be pretty funny. You know, it's it's a more of the more adult humor, but it's it is funny. It really is funny. Highly recommend. But I I don't think it's obscure. It's more mainstream. It's a little more mainstream. It's got a, a quite a bit more recognition. But I do recommend it. So you're not going to see it on my list. It's to a little too well known i think but this is why i do it this is why i get to i love talking about this stuff because i want people to experience it and then you know maybe open some uh, open some minds to some things because i've ran into people over the years like uh, one particular person i knew uh he didn't watch anything that was a black and white film because to him the idea of being in black and white meant that it wasn't any good. I'm not sure where he got the idea that black and white means bad. But I, it's just astonishing because there are so many great classic films. Citizen Kane, for God's sakes, it's in black and white. It's a great film. And yet, that, that was his thought process, was that if it's black and white, it's bad. And I'm not, he never really explained to me where that came from. I'm fascinated to hear if anyone else has that kind of a thought process. You know, you equate a film being in black and white as being bad. I want to hear from you. I want you to explain to me why you have that thought. I'm not going to make fun of you. I'm not going to berate and belittle you. I would just like to know. I am very curious where that thought comes from. Is this something that, you know, because you've experienced a black and white film as a kid and it was you thought it was boring and dull? I Or you're, you know, whoever was watching it and making you watch it with them. Or you caught it, I don't know. And you just, it just looked boring? I want to know. I want to hear. I want to hear about it. So I can kind of get an understanding of where some of you guys are coming from, if that's what your thought is. I would like to try and uh, give you some examples of why that might be a bit of a miscalculation that not all these black and white films are what you think they are, but we can't have that discussion. We can't have that conversation unless I hear from you. And if you want to, if you would like to 
make that discuss have that discussion, please uh, go to our Facebook page. It's uh, facebook.com slash the movie shed podcast. Go there. Ask me questions. I would love to hear from you by all means. You know, this is why I do the show. I really want to have a conversation and that Facebook page it's there. One is a great way to kind of get everybody to one local singular location, but also you can type out comments. You can ask questions, you know, and I'm more than willing to go on there and answer them for you. I love doing that, please. Well, enough of that. But that is why I do the show. This is why I do it. Yeah, it's a little belated. Uh, you know, I'm 20, what, seven episodes in now. And now I explain why I'm doing this. Probably should have done this like episode one, maybe episode two. A little late, but you know, better late than never. I'm learning. I figured this out. Well, I'm learning. Let's just put it that way. Leave it at that. Now, when it comes to uh, other things that I'm planning on doing with the podcast, you know, I'm open to hear some suggestions from you guys. You know, this isn't just me and it's ironclad and it's the only way we're going to go forward. There, are, I'm looking at seeing what ideas are going to work and what aren't. I am very curious to hear what you guys would like to hear. I'm open to hearing any suggestions, something that you want to hear discussed. You know, I'm, I'm game. I'm willing to hear you out at the very least. If I think it's a good idea, not only will I do it, I'll give you a shout out if you'd like. You know, I'm not above using someone else's idea and I'll give them credit for it. Different people, different perspectives. It's that kind of that kind of working relationship I'd like to have with you guys as my audience. Uh, and this is and this is why I've, I've done this. This is how I can keep myself from going insane. This whole, this whole uh, pandemic thing and being unable to go and do fun stuff is really what spurred all of this. Well, at least it spurred me into action. I've had the idea of doing this for a while. And this kind of spurred me into action because I had nothing better to do. But now that I'm here, now that my work is being published, now that I'm gaining an audience and I'm getting people to listen, and I've done all these things and put out the podcast in all sorts of places. I mean, yeah, I started on Anchor. It's on Spotify. Oh, good God, I'm trying to work on getting into iTunes. I'm on, uh, what is Stitcher? Uh, iHeartRadio. Well, I'm working on getting on that time takes time oh so many different little places uh it's like what i have seven eight different places i'm on now you can find them at uh, if you go to our facebook page you'll see all the little areas that i'm at or you can go uh go to anchor fm look up my podcast the movie shed podcast and they'll show you all the places where they're distributing my podcast i think it's uh six locations there are others of course that i'm either waiting on or they don't show but it's like you know seven nine something like that looking to get out into more more places oh uh here's a here's a thing that i'd like to ask 
as an audience, as my audience, I'd like to ask you, uh, do you prefer, you know, this podcast as is, or would you like to uh, maybe see me branch out into doing, having these with a video? I've been thinking about putting it out on YouTube with video, maybe Facebook video too. I'm not really sure, but we'll see. You know, I'm curious to see if that's something that would be, uh, that would pique interests. I'm always curious to hear. Really, this has more been a uh, what kind of a Q&A session. Mostly questions, little ans a few answers for me. A little awkward, but hey. The thing is, is that I would really like, I, I need some more uh, interaction with you guys. I'd like to hear more from you. I'd like to know what you'd like to hear, what you'd like to hear about. Uh, I'm not going to, I'm not going to pander to you. You know, I'm not going to tell you what you want to hear. I'm going to say what I think is, I'm going to give you my opinion one way or the other. So if you want me to, you know, tow some kind of party line, uh, yeah, they ain't happening. But if you'd like to hear me discuss a topic that you're interested in, you've heard something, you know, vague stuff. You know, I have ways of getting lots and lots of information when it comes to the film and film industry that uh, I might be able to put a bit of a, shine a bit of a light on an issue that you're thinking about or put a kibosh a bit on maybe some kind of rumor that you've heard floating around or confirm it. Who knows? It depends on what you bring me. So yeah, this show's kind of been about uh, my explanation of why I do it. But now you know. And my little call to action for all of you guys is this. Go to my Facebook page, and if you have a question, uh, you want to see something new in the show, you have uh, some kind of particular segment that you would like to have uh, maybe hear about, or there's a segment of sh like what I've done in the past that you've really enjoyed and like to see more of. Uh, let me know. Let me know your thoughts. Give me your comments. I'd love to hear from you. And with that, I think it's time to lock up the shed. So until next time, guys, this has been Mike, and I'll catch you next time.